This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret, and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX's The Veil, now streaming, only on Hulu. This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So, you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall, rock-climbing Libra, and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So, whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. If you want to listen to this episode or any of our episodes ad-free, you can do that now. Head on over to Patreon. Click on the ad-free level. You get all of our bonus shows that you've been hearing so much about. Plus, every single day, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, you can listen to this episode or any of our other episodes at the same time, ad-free, over on Patreon. Listen, you guys know I'm a little high maintenance with certain things. And you know, with my hair, oh my God, especially. I have difficult hair. And the only products I use are whey. Now, here's the thing. I like something high-end. You know, I'm a little bit of a diva. But I have found that most high-end hair products cost so much freaking money. Well, not whey. I love their detox shampoo. It smells so freaking good. It helps with oiliness and unwanted shine. I also use their anti-dandruff shampoo. Listen, I'll admit it. It's great. It fights flakes. It also smooths my scalp and it's so gentle. It doesn't irritate. Their scalp serum. Oh my God. So that's my favorite. That's a daily product. You can use it day or night. I use it in the morning and it just helps. It leaves your hair so, it smells so good. It leaves your hair stronger and fuller, healthy, happy hair starts here. So go to T-H-E O-U-A-I.com and use code VELVETROPE for 15% off your entire purchase. That's T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com. Use code VELVETROPE and you'll get 15% off. You will love these hair care products. And you can thank me later. Hey everyone, this is David. Welcome back behind the Velvet Rope. Let's just get right into it today because we are joined by the ones, the onlys, Mr. Vishal Parvani and Miss Risha Sadana from Family Karma. How's it going? (laughs) What is going on? I mean, Family Karma season three. How did we get here? It's the best season yet, right? It's a wild season. (laughs) It is. I mean, did you ever think like, you know, when you said yes to this reality show three seasons ago, you know, you'd be here in the wildest season yet with all of this going on? I I don't think I ever thought we would be here sharing as much as we're sharing going through all that we're going through right now. <laughs> from, from where we started, from how closed off oh we my God, were yes. in the beginning to how open all of us we're are. too open now we're like way too open <laughs> and not, not just us but just our parents too from they were very hesitant at first and now look at them <laughs> did you got I mean you guys really feel that like you felt in the beginning because like you knew what reality tv was right like you kind of knew what to expect yes but you still felt like closed off so to well speak. so I like I'm a big bravo fan I've been watching bravo for years so when he kind of was like, oh, my God, we're going to be on Bravo. I was like, oh, my God, hell no, because I know exactly what happens on Bravo. You know, ruin our relationship. We're going to be like that shit crazy. 
But so I think season one, we were really, really reserved. <laughs> yeah. And I think all of you are right. You know, I mean, do you attribute any of that, you know, just to like the Indian culture, like, you know, and you say your parents, like, I mean, and, and, and was it hard to get like someone on board in this cast or like who kind of held out? Yeah, absolutely. I think as a culture that the Indian culture, we're very reserved. We want to keep all our issues like between the four walls of our house and you always want to like maintain um, the perfect in- image. Exactly, exactly. So, um, getting the parents on board, I think, were, was the hardest part uh, because they were like, "No." <laughs> <laughs> and Risha, did you really worry about that? Because you're right. Like, you look at Bravo. You know, it's you know, no offense to them, but it's just a reality show in general. Like, you know, there are a lot of divorces and breakups, and you know, even friendships that have existed oh, for like. Yeah years and years and years as you guys move closer together like (laughs) did you worry about you know like this might because you guys have been together for so long like did you worry this might affect our relationship I was worried about our relationship but I think bigger than that I was really worried about how the Indian community would would see us um I think that was the biggest concern because we're both really heavily involved in both our communities and disappointing the community was something that we were like I think the entire cast was really scared to do um, but luckily I think the show has been a blessing and everyone in the, in the community has loved it. And we kind of showcased who we are as Indians, like first generation born here. But I think that was our biggest concern was more just disappointing, like how Indians are looked at and like how the community would look at and, us. And more importantly, like how our families would look at us. Yeah. And, disappoint them. <laughs> and how, like, as you guys watch back, you know, each week and now we're in season three, like, how do you think the Indian community is being represented by the show? You think that everyone's doing a good job and. I think it's fantastic. I think it showcases that, you know, we're just like everybody else. We go through the same issues, but a little bit more intertwined because of our, our family dynamics. <laughs> Have you heard any, like, I know the Shahs, like the Shahs went through this in the beginning and there was like, have you heard any like mixed, like, have you heard any negative feedback from the community? No, I mean, knock on wood, everyone, everyone that I've spoken to about it's really happy. I don't think anyone has said one bad thing about it, that we've opened non-Indians up to the Indian community. The community really loves it because they're like, you know what, we can relate, like this is happening in our own families. So I haven't heard anything about it, which makes us really proud and makes us, you know, love doing it now. Yeah, pleasantly surprised by the reception. <laughs> Honestly, it was, uh, we were very nervous going into it and the reception has been tremendous. Well, you know, you say, you know, you, you know, Bravo and what could happen to relationships, but listen, here you guys are, season three, you are married. We saw it on the TV. <laughs> it looked like a great, you know, shindig. Like, was there anything that like we didn't see any major? Because look, I mean, I understand, you know, there's hours and hours that have to be boiled down into. I mean, it just looked like such a great event. Like anything that you guys that we didn't see that was kind of a highlight for the two of you? Uh, yeah, like Indian weddings. Our wedding was four days nonstop. Um, what were some of the events that that uh, weren't highlighted? Uh, so well, normally when a guest arrive, you're supposed oh, to yeah. welcome them with like the, the dole players, the guys that play the drums. So I unfortunately was getting ready and doing my, my henna still at that time. So he was out there welcoming all the guests with all the drums. So that's always really exciting. That's the first time you see everyone, they're arriving off their long flight and like the party starts right like, as the they walk into the door of the hotel. Loud music, loud dancing right from the start. And you that's... set you set the mood for the wedding the moment the guest literally stepped foot on the threshold of the door. Absolutely. And then <laughs> another part that wasn't uh, showcased, we had an after party after the Sangeet. So oh, yes. that was... Uh, Wild? A shit show. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I mean, you know, people say when you're married that it feels different. So like, does it feel different? You guys have been together for so long. Like now that you're officially married, does anything feel different for the two of you? I, I say no. I know he's going to say yes. I'm, why would you not say no? I think, I think I say yes, because, you know, now that I have the husband title, now that she has the wife title, I think it's just a little bit harder for us to leave each other. And I think at the end of the so day, you just trapped no, me. No, 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 you won't no, no, no. let me leave. That's at the, the difference. At the end of the day, at the end of the day, at the end of the day, um, let me lose my train of thought. <laughs> at the end of the day, what? Um, no, I think 
I think now we are like forced to resolve issues. You know, at the end of the day, like, we can't leave each other as quickly and we're forced to deal with our We didn't issues. leave each other for 10 years prior. Oh God, so you, left, then you left me three times already. I tried leaving him. It didn't work. Gave up. I got tired. <laughs> but I mean, it, it, is it really official? Like we saw, you know, you guys haven't, you know, signed the paper, you know, on the the marriage certificate on. Like, have you guys now, I mean. Uh, you, have to, you have to You need to keep see. watching. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we have more of this as the season goes on. Yeah. Have you guys learned anything about each other? I mean, like you said, you were together for 10 years. Like, is it now that you're married, have you like had some major discovery or now you guys knew everything? You know, it's interesting. I talked to a couple of my other girlfriends. So wedding planning, you learn a lot about someone. Even if I've been with him for 10 years, you learn a lot about them. So like me not changing my last name was like a conversation that I thought had been had like many, many moons ago. And that seemed to be brought up again, which was very interesting to me about how uh, like stuck he was on an idea. But you find out like those small little things about someone while, while wedding planning. <laughs> yeah, and, you know, like, and changing your first name too, you know? It's a it's a, a Cindy tradition that you know you make the the names align so uh, and, and make sure that like not not legally changing your name but just like a girls are supposed to change their first name and last name yeah yeah just to make the stars align oh wow so like did you guys have to do that you guys change your names or oh, she she said hell no. <laughs> I mean, yes. I mean, listen, we the whole world knows you now, so you can't go changing your name. I'm Richard Sedata. That's just it now. <laughs> She's Richard well, Pavani in my eyes. God. Well, listen, I mean, I had heart palpitations with this whole... I mean, like, if someone tried to take away my, you know, Gregus Martini at night, like, I don't know what I would do. Like, let's talk about this. Like, listen, I don't want to come between a married couple, but Risha, I mean, like... I started like sweating when you, you know, you told Vishal he can't drink anymore. Like what, where are we with all of this? And when we saw you drink at the drag brunch a little bit, are you oh. drinking again? And where are we with all of this? Um, you want to, you want to address it? <laughs> I have a bottle of water in my hand. I'm drinking water and, um, you know, fair point for her. I, blacked out in our reception and I I didn't make it back to our room you know and I and I get where she's coming from that we planned this epic wedding just to for me to fail at the very end and not show her you know like the man that I am that I can you know seal the deal at the end of the night <laughs> um but you know I get I get where she was very upset and she is coming from a place of hurt that you know she wants what's best for me and also I have Crohn's disease you know I, I have to watch out for my health as well so you know there's there's a multitude of factors and I think she's and me we're just we're just figuring out the best way to uh move forward from kind here. of balance that life yeah what's the, what's the balance is it just like go hard or can I just sip on like one drink I don't he know. went hard at the wedding which we all saw and who wants to black out and miss listen blacking out in general is no fun but who wants to miss like I've been there where it's like some major event and you're like did I really need to have that like fourth martini like now I can't remember anything it's not fun no why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them with Royal Caribbean you don't just go to the beach you visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America you don't just go for a road trip you ATV and zip line through the jungle you don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You all might think I make it look easy running this podcast, but four years later, I can tell you it hasn't been. The hardest part for me, honestly, has been hiring good people. I either can't find people that are qualified to do all these jobs that I need, editing, producing, 
Or I find someone that qualified and then they leave me. It's not me, is it? I don't think so. But listen, now I can actually look forward to hiring because I have Indeed. It's really changed my life. Indeed is the hiring platform where you can attract, interview, and hire all in one place. So I don't have to spend like multiple hours on different job sites and looking for people with the right skills. I have no spare time if you haven't noticed. And what I love is their instant match. As soon as you sponsor a post, you get a short list of qualified candidates whose resumes on Indeed match my job description. So I can invite them all to apply in one place right away. Quick, quick, quick. That's how I need to work here, people. Indeed knows when you're growing your own business, like here behind the velvet rope, you have to make every dollar count. And that's why with Indeed, you only pay for quality applications that match your must-have job requirements. Visit Indeed.com slash Velvet to start hiring now. Just go to Indeed.com slash Velvet. Let me say it one more time. Indeed.com slash Velvet. Terms and conditions apply. Cost per application, pricing not available for everyone. Need to hire? You need Indeed. I'm so happy it's almost February because this month has been gangbusters work-wise, but I am so stressed out. Everyone has been on edge. Everyone has been cranky. And I'm sorry, I just need to take the edge off. It's a five-day week podcast and it ain't easy, guys. But let me tell you, Innovative Extracts has come to the rescue because they have the best quality CBD at literally the most competitive prices. And they have products that help you with everything I just described. I use it for my anxiety, my mood improvement, hello. It also helps with inflammation and pain. And I mean, man, it really improves my sleep and I have trouble sleeping. They have something for everyone and it comes in like a variety of different forms that you can take it in. I personally love the gummies, but they have creams and vapes. They even have these drops that you can take under your tongue. They have a full line of Delta 8, 9, and 10 THC products, and they don't require any medical cards. So it's so easy. They ship to most states. I cannot recommend these guys enough. But really the reason why you should choose Innovative Extracts is I am offering you 40% off. Go to www.ie-cbd.com and get 40% off. All you have to do is enter code velvet at checkout. Make sure to enter code velvet to get 40% off ie-cbd.com. Well, you know, like this is Bravo. So, I mean, we did see a little bit of drama at the wedding. We have Anisha shows up. I mean, you know, then you guys had this dinner after. I mean, were you really shocked to see her there? I mean, did you guys really think she wasn't going to be there? I mean, I know there was some back and forth about this RSVP. Um, So we actually... She told us only a couple of days before that she was actually coming. And so look, we're at an all-inclusive in Mexico. Our dates to close the hotel like rooms was like a month before she had said yes. So we don't have any rooms left. The hotel is sold out. By the time she's decided to come on, like there's no rooms left. She's like, don't worry, I'll take care of everything. You guys don't worry. We're three days to the wedding, blah, blah, blah. She's harassing our wedding planner to get her room done. She's harassed. So we paid for transportation for our guests too. So I needed to know when she's coming and when she's going. So again, that got put onto our wedding planner, who's now sitting with us in Mexico trying to like get everything yeah, done. We went to all the car services from the airport picking up our guests. So it was a little bit more than I guess, you know, what, you know, you guys got to see, but like we were literally at the, at the wedding venue and she's like, I need help to like get there to get a hotel room. And we're like, well, that's why we asked you to tell us this a long time ago. <laughs> and it's extra cost, right? So, I mean, I mean, look, we've, we've got tables, you've got seats, all of it's done. So you're adding, taking out. I mean, like those types of things we don't mind, but when you're getting on my wedding planner, who's trying to like handle a camera crew and a wedding at the same time, the poor guy is stressed. Like, come on, be a little bit nice. But they were fantastic wedding planners <laughs> and they really alleviated all the stress. Who was more, cause you guys had this dinner, she took you out to dinner. I mean, who was with, between the two of you, who was more upset with her about this whole that's, oh, I, 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 that's I was just hungry. Richard Rich, Rich was already <laughs> over it by the time the wedding was done. We had a fantastic wedding besides me blacking out. But um, yeah, I was still a little hurt because, you know, I would have really imagined Anisha being like one of the first, like if not the first one to like RCP and book everything. Uh, so just that lack of communication where I think in the beginning, I was the one that was really not the one communicating well in our friendship. And now the roles have reversed. So I just expected us to be on the same wavelength as far as our communication with each other. 
do you think that she was justified and like keep like you know she she made these statements like listen i don't want to introduce my you know boyfriend now husband you know to this group this group likes to gossip like <laughs> is is that understandable that she just didn't want to introduce this guy and have you met him yet no we haven't met him um and look it's a friend circle you're all going to gossip about all our significant others all the time that's the purpose of doing it she She's talked about all of our relationships. So why is yours off limits at this point? And again, that's the purpose of having a friend group, right? You're supposed to shit talk each other's significant others to make sure they can actually withstand the group. <laughs> yeah, you, you got to be like battle tested to be on a friend group. You got to get, yeah, you got to get haze to get into the group. That's just how it works. <laughs> Maybe, do you think, I mean, any plans to meet him anytime soon? Or I mean... No, I uh, hopefully, hopefully very, very soon. I, I do want to meet him. I do wish them the absolute best. I, I've never seen Anisha happier, so I'm very happy for her. Agree, same. Well, listen, the more things change, the more they stay the same. We saw Brian at the wedding. You know, he meets this older woman, one of your friends, Risha Anvi. I mean, we know we saw the date. It didn't exactly work out. Like, is is Brian, is, is he out of his league? Is he well-suited with an older woman? Uh, not Avni. Avni would have, I, he's, she's like the spider. She was going to have sex with him and then just spit him out for dead at that point. Yeah. Yeah. She, I don't, I don't think. Uh, We've uh, actually uh, met a couple of, uh, of Brian's, uh, DM buddies that want to meet him and they have the same comment where they're like, we're going to get that boy straightened up real quick. <laughs> or, or, or I've, I've met a few people that are like, you know, uh, Brian slid into my DMs like 3 a.m. at night. He does a lot of 3 a.m. Uh, booty calls or like DM that. calls, whatever you want to call them. <laughs> like, Brian, that's not a way to get a girl. <laughs> so you're actually meeting people that say, hey, he actually reached out to me and it was like 3 a.m. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yep. He's other Bravo got people yeah, other Bravo Lebs too, which is great. <laughs> Well, you know, that was one of my questions. So, I mean, do tell like what Bravo celebrities. We have a lot of single Bravo celebrities out there. Um, do you want to say it? I'm going to say it. So <laughs> we had, uh, we saw Kiki the other day from the Real Housewives of Miami and allegedly he slid into those DMs and it didn't get very far with them because she was like, why would some guy message me at 3 a.m. and expect me to like go to dinner with him? Like, come on, Brian. <laughs> It's so funny. She's on my list here. I've actually sat down and interviewed her. I think I was yeah. like, what about she's local? So what she said, Brian just slipped in. Did, did she know who he was? Like, did she know what was going on? I mean, they apparently talked, they talked a little bit, but then I think he just messaged her too late to like have like a meetup. And she was like, I'm done. We're not doing this. <laughs> it's any time but 2am and 3am, right? Come on. Come on, Brian. You got to learn. <laughs> Has I mean has any and look at I mean she's you know real housewife of Miami has is anyone else from the Bravo world told you that Brian has slipped into their DMs? Other non-Bravo people, lots of non-Bravo people. Yeah. <laughs> Brian, I mean, listen, what do you guys think that he needs in in a woman? I mean, we keep seeing him season after season. You know, try to date. Does he really want a girlfriend? Is he ready? And what it what would you? And is is there anyone from Bravo that you would guys would? recommend Maybe you should find someone like Dermondi. I was gonna say that someone like a mom <laughs> we have Larsa Pippen I mean she's kind of single she's a Miami housewife she's I down there dating, uh... Michael Jordan some but she doesn't Michael really Jordan. say that she she's I don't know if that she's really ever confirmed that she kind of comes to I my don't mind I think Brian could handle that much of a woman <laughs> I mean, that, that, that's, I mean, she is a, I'm not, that's nothing bad against her. I'm just saying Brian could not handle that much. <laughs> Larsa might be too much, but look, yeah. we have like Katie Maloney from Vanderpump Rules. We have like Taylor from Southern Charm, oh, Sierra, Sierra oh, from Summer I, House. I think Taylor. Taylor's beautiful. Right? Interesting. Interesting. So now our new job is to be matchmakers for, for Brian. I'm not a good wing person. She is. And he's a terrible wing person. Yeah, I'm terrible at it. I'm just, since it didn't work out with Kiki, I'm just trying to keep it all in the Bravo family for Brian. Interesting. <laughs> we have to go down the list on this one and find Brian. And have to dig him. deep. Who shocked you guys the most out of your castmates in this third season? Either good or bad. Has anyone really shocked you? Shocked? Um... Yeah. Who shocked you the most? 
no one really shocked me. So we, we've all grown up together, so we all kind of know each other fairly well. Some of the aunties have shocked me this season. Mm. The oh, aunties? Yeah, yeah, aunties? You have, to, you have to wait and see about that. That's not, a, that's not there yet, but that really shocked me. Definitely. Okay. Yeah. The I aunties have it. a lot of drama. Right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, speaking of the aunties, we see Bali like she had to like sell. <laughs> Great I mean, segue. Great segue. <laughs> listen, this listen, we're very professional here behind the velvet rope, Vishal. I mean, listen, we love a little Bali. I mean, you know, I mean, listen, first of all, she seems beyond fun to go out and have a few drinks with. But, you know, we saw her have to like sell the house to put her daughter through college. And, you know, she's 47. She's moving back in with her parents. So she made it sound so attractive. She's going to get home cooked meals and just want some love. I mean, talk to me about where do you guys stand? Like, I know it is like, you know, more of an Indian tradition than, you know, a lot of others. But I mean, do we have it wrong? Do, do like the rest of us have it wrong? Like, should we all be living with our parents? Because I have to tell you, some of these scenes, it doesn't seem so bad to me. Look, it has its perks. Uh, I, 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 he loves living it. He would love to live at home with his parents. I wouldn't mind. It's, it's definitely a lot off your plate, for sure. Um, a lot of benefits come with it. Um, but this one is like, absolutely no, absolutely no. Um, I get for Bali though. Like it's hard when you're at that age and you've, um, at any age, even if that happened to us, like it, it's just a hard thing to have to kind of like go backwards and I can see why she was hurt. And that's her, that's her home. And that's her child's home for so many years. So it's just hard, but, um, at least she has the comfort of her mom and dad at this time when it is difficult, but I know that's not where she, you know, it's, 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 it's hard, but you know, our parents are always are there for us. Hundred percent. No matter what's going on in our lives, they always have that soft, cushiony landing for us to like to catch us, which is always a nice thing for us. And that's also the reason they agreed to doing the show because they have a soft spot for us. You know, they don't <laughs> want to do it, but they're like, okay, for you, we'll do it. <laughs> Did anyone's parents that you know of like hold out? Like, were your parents hard to convince, or it, it just eventually when they realized? I think my mother was made for television. I'm just gonna throw that out. <laughs> my my mom yeah her mom is really she's very dramatic she loves it (laughs) my mom on the other hand she was uh, she really didn't want to be a part of this like uh, and I think for most of the other parents as well and uh, it took a lot of convincing and I think we played the child card to get them on (laughs) it's a good card to play yeah well, listen, we have another wedding coming up this season, which we haven't seen yet. Amri and Nicholas. Like, have you guys ever been to a gay wedding before this? Like a gay Indian wedding? No, especially? no. This is, uh, I think, all of our first gay Indian wedding. And it was, I'll tell you, it was so powerful. It was, I don't think there was a dry eye. Not, there. not a single dry was there anything you don't have to give away any spoilers was there anything about their wedding where you guys said damn we like should have done that um i think you'll see in their wedding like their wedding is very much them as a couple and our wedding was very much us i mean both the venues were beautiful the location like like the whole wedding of what they did was just them and their relationship. It was, it was very, very, I cool. will say their priest was amazing, but oh, yeah. our priestess, their priestess was a ridiculously amazing. Yeah. Where is like, I've traveled throughout India, but I mean, not in the past, you know, before the pandemic way back, like where is the Indian culture? Like in terms of like accepting like LGBTQ, I mean. It's still super taboo um, in India. Uh, what could you say about it? Yeah, I think it's, I mean, it's obviously taking its time. It's slowly starting to open up. I mean, I guess with this wedding, I think it will break a lot of barriers, which is amazing. It's not only a gay wedding, but it's also an interracial marriage, yeah. which is amazing too. Um, yeah, I'm super excited for everyone to see that. It's it's amazing. That's good. Yeah. I mean, like, you know, like most Americans, I was on a tour group and, you know, I was there for a while, but it was insulated. So I couldn't really tell like how things. I mean, look, India is just a conservative. It's a conservative country when it comes to every kind of aspect of it. So they're just a little bit, I mean, everything just takes a little bit more time there, but at least here in the Indian community, it's been very receptive what they've seen on our show so far. So I think even with the wedding, I think it'll be beautiful to have it, you know, 
seen by the Indian community here in the U.S. And I hope the same in, in India as well. That's great. Well, listen, they're married. You guys are married. So who do you think is going to be? I mean, I know Bali has a boyfriend. We have Monica and Rish and we have Brian. Like, who do you think will be the next to get married out of this cast? Bali, Brian, or Monica and Rish? What if I just say... <laughs> what are you going to say? <laughs> Monica will be the next one to get married. To Rish? Monica will be the next one to get married. <laughs> okay. I, I, I actually thought you were going to say none of the above. So there you go. Well, to your, to your point, you know, listen, we've got some tense, we've got some tense episodes here. You talk about the drama. I mean, you know, we have this rumor now. I mean, we're right in the thick of it about this rumor, you know, that Amrit went out and heard, you know, that Reese cheated on Monica and, Hi, I'm Chris Gethard, and I'm very excited to tell you about Beautiful Anonymous, a podcast where I talk to random people on the phone. I tweet out a phone number, thousands of people try to call, I talk to one of them, they stay anonymous, I can't hang up, that's all the rules. I never know what's going to happen. We get serious ones. I've talked with meth dealers on their way to prison. I've talked to people who survived mass shootings. Crazy funny ones. I talked to a guy with a goose laugh, somebody who dresses up as a pirate on the weekends. I never know what's going to happen. It's a great show. Subscribe today, Beautiful Anonymous. Big change in my life, which you guys know. I'm now splitting my time between New York and L.A., and L.A. is a driving town, except I don't drive. So, you know, I'm taking Ubers everywhere, and I swear to you, this is not the place to complain, but these Uber drivers are so... Why are we speeding up if the traffic light is going from yellow to red? And then we think we're going to make the light, but then you slam on the brakes. None of that matters because I have relief band. Before relief band, I used to get sick on a daily basis with a severe headache. Not anymore. Relief band is the number one cleared anti-nausea wristband that's been clinically proven to relieve and effectively prevent nausea and vomiting associated with motion sickness, anxiety, migraines, hangovers, even morning sickness. It's literally a band you wear on your wrist and you can change the intensity depending upon how you are feeling to make it stronger or weaker. So if you want the band that actually works at relieving your nausea, check out Relief Band. Right now, we've got an exclusive offer just for Behind the Velvet Rope listeners. Go to ReliefBand.com and use promo code VELVET to get 20% off plus free shipping. Head to R-E-L-I-E-F-B-A-N-D.com and use promo code VELVET for 20% off plus free shipping. I mean, okay, I guess let's just say, are you guys shocked to hear this rumor? Let's just start right there. Well, first, the guys are being super messy this season. All the guys. Um, am I shocked to hear the rumor? I was texted by Amrit uh, when he was drunk and out. And he told me that he heard something that's going to break people. And I got a little drunk at brunch and it probably wasn't the most appropriate place to bring it out, but I was also messy and I, and I uh, pushed it out of him and Nicholas. Uh, did I have some sort of idea what the rumor might be if he's with basically Monica's future sister-in-law? Yeah, I, I could guess what the rumor could be that could break people. So I don't think it was my best moment bringing it out in that environment but yeah I had an idea were you shocked to hear like actually actually hearing the words come out yes I think everyone's mouths like to actually hear it like you can have an idea but actually hearing it is a different like it's it's different and at at that moment everyone just kind of froze or we we don't know where to go from here because that's such a huge allegation especially in our culture and bringing it out where everyone talks and gossips once it's out and open there's no going back from there do you guys believe this rumor to be true i i don't i didn't Um, i i didn't think it was true but again there's lots of things in people's relationships that you just don't know how relationships the insides of a relationship. Yeah, right? I think the, the only two people that know a relationship are the two in it. So yeah, but just knowing him from what we know of him, I wouldn't, I wouldn't think so. But he, again, never a family member is no, saying things. So I don't know. Like I've, I've always known Rish, and he's a he's a stand up guy. I, I've known him my whole life as well. He's we've grown up with him, and he's always been awesome. Well, the fans have come for him online all over in droves. I mean, do you think they're like 
demanding that Monica moves on from him. Where do you guys, do you guys think that this is a good couple? Do you think that she should move on from him? Um, my, I feel my, like you and me are the worst to answer about other people's relationships. My, the number of times we've broken up. <laughs> and, 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 and and my my advice is ignore the outside noise. You know, like if if we listen to it, me and Richa would. Oh, we would have left each other a long time ago. <laughs> a hundred times over, you know, and 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 I'm really a firm believer that that only them two know what's best for them. Um, don't listen to like what other people are telling you. I will say this, once cheating allegations are out there, whether they're true or not, it's really difficult, I think, especially for females to like be in a relationship again, because anytime that phone dings, rings, buzzes, you're going to think twice, like who's messaging you again, whether it's true or not. And that's just, you know. Yeah, some layer of trust is like gone no matter what. That's a good point. Did you guys have a lot of people weigh in on your relationship? Like once you started on the show, I mean, now we're in season three. Again, you're married. We've had people all... re- weigh in on our relationship for years. <laughs> I, get, I, get, I get paragraphs sent to me on like the daily. Risha. Leave Risha. him. He's awful. Risha, or, leave her. She's horrendous. <laughs> so you guys are used to that. We're used to it, yeah. I mean, but look, we've been that, we know we've been that couple that like fights, breaks up, all our friends know about it too. So we've, we've just been that way. So like, might, we're so fun roller coaster. It might be healthy, it might be unhealthy, but we make it work. It works. You guys make it work. I mean, do you think Monica and Reese will go the distance? I mean, you're saying you think Monica will be the next one married, period, with no mention of anyone else. We'll see. You know, uh, you, gotta, you gotta wait and see. I think they, they have a journey that they are going on together and I don't want to ruin it for anybody, but um, Monica is definitely ready to get married. And we got to see now if, if Rish is uh, on that same wavelength or not. Who do you guys think was the most wrong in this whole? I mean, like you said, the guys are being messy. I mean, that's nice that you're kind of taking responsibility. I never looked at you. I mean, we have like, you know, we have Amrit who could have told maybe just not yeah. the whole group. We have I, Brian. I mean, like, who do you guys I, think? All, really all the guys handled it poorly. I I, I do think. Like, it I was like first it was- Amrit could have just directly gone to Monica. Second, I could have not brought it up in public. Third, Brian could have not lied and went to Rishi first. I think all of us were just shit shows. It, it was just like one after another. They're like, who could be worse? Hold my beer. <laughs> yeah. Hold my beer moment for all of them. Yeah, you know how sometimes when something happens on a reality show, you're like, okay, I mean, it's something. It's not that big a deal. And then the next thing you know, you're like, wait, this is just a disaster of epic proportion and everyone is somehow involved. Everyone just handled it poorly. Well, uh, the girls were kind of messy. I wasn't messy. The girls were kind of messy too because Anisha then went and told Bali. Bali then told people. Then all the aunties found out. So wait, it was the girls were also messy too. Okay, you were the. I'm one. the only one that was like, "You guys are all awful, and you need to clear this up now." And I said nothing to anyone. Who was Monica the most upset with? Like, do you guys know? Because it was hard to. I mean, you could argue a lot of people, including her own boyfriend, who didn't. I mean, I don't know yeah. this. This last scene, the scene in the park, and I'm like, what? Like, is it one day or one week? Right. You only oh. found out today, and like, I mean, as the viewer, we don't know. But I'm like, wait a second, did I miss something? Wasn't this like not a day? Hmm. Hmm. I feel like Brian was a that was a real slap in the face for her that he went to Rish first and not to her because they're like childhood besties. Like, I don't know how bros became more important than a childhood, you know, best friend. So I think that really kind of stung her hard. Like, yeah, I think she was thinking, like, who has my back, right? Yeah. Before we move on from this topic, like, what advice would you give them? You know, again, since you guys have been together for so long and are now married, and what advice would you give to Monica and Rish? Spiritually married. (laughs) Spiritually Uh, married. Relationships go through ups and downs if... If you want something to work and it's meant to work for you guys, it'll happen. You just can't, like, like you said earlier, you can't listen to the outside, I, the outside world. There's always going to be noise, especially being on this platform. There's going to be a lot that's coming your way. And there's a lot of noise just from your friend group too. And True. the aunties, just ignore it all and do you. Do what makes you happy. Is you guys, because everyone, like Anisha said it, you guys have said it here today, like, I mean, are, are, is the Indian culture, I mean, I just never knew this. Are they known for being gossips? Like, I, it comes up on the show all the time. I mean, I don't know. I never really, 
you know, and even if you've heard it, and if you're not Indian, then it's a stereotype, but I've never heard that really before the show. It, any type of news spreads like wildfire. Yeah, Once really. it's caught by one person, the phone's picked up, text messages. We love it. There's, what's, there's WhatsApp. It's like nonstop. See, you're meant for reality TV then. <laughs> the never, aunties, never the grannies, everybody. It just spreads. <laughs> what about, you know, we talked about all these Bravo celebrities that may be a good fit for Brian. Like, talk to me. You guys were both at BravoCon. Like, what was your BravoCon experience like? It was nonstop, over the top, amazing. The energy, never experienced anything like, like the that. Super Bowl for us. Like that's that's how we kind of saw the it. noise, yeah. the energy. It was like we were there for three, four days and literally no sleep at all. But my energy did not dissipate because I, I I'm a type of person that feeds off other people's energy, and wow, like it was. I it was cool because we were a COVID time. show, right? So we never got to experience fans like in the traditional way. So for our first fan experience to be BravoCon, it was just over the top. Like and, you walk into the hotel, there were fans everywhere screaming your name. I was like, who are you screaming and, and for? Not, it was me. I was like, oh. And, and, and not only that, we're also fanning out because we're, oh God, we're yes. seeing shows that we like were watching. Like I, the first show that me and Risha watched, like that I actually enjoyed watching with her because she watched every single show. But the first show that I really paid attention to was Band of Pump Rules. And seeing all of them there was... He saw the Toms and he was like, oh my God, I'm in love. And then he saw Ariana and he was like, oh my God, I'm in more love. And I was like... (laughs) Is that like who, who you fanned out for the most uh, yeah, the and, 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 and Shaz, the sunset like they're the sweetest ever it's just it was so nice to meet these people that like in our eyes like they're like we're fangirling but they're just so genuine and they're so sweet to us like it made us fangirl even more over them who did you fangirl out the most risha just since you watched everything pretty much it sounds like oh my God, i love Gigi. i think she's the sexiest thing in the entire world although he also loves her so we may have to fight and dupe over her Gigi's Gigi's a good one who was like, did you guys bond with anyone? Like, like who was the nicest or like who, or who didn't you maybe expect to be nice? That was really overly nice. You know, like the, the Summer House crew has always been like, that's the show that's always given us advice. And we've like, I feel like grown with them on our show. Um, I was I surprised by the, um, by Heather Gay from the, oh. from Salt Lake. I didn't realize so- that she like, she was so sweet and so supportive and like she knew everything about the show which was like it made our hearts melt we were like oh my god this is amazing <laughs> like you're heather gay i know right? <laughs> heather gay is a family karma fan what about the opposite like um reed has said that like giselle bryant was rude to him she she he votes her the rudest housewife or the rudest person at BravoCon. what about you guys who god, did you being dramatic <laughs> Who did you not have a good experience with? Uh, I wouldn't say there was not like a good experience. I mean, there was obviously some people that just didn't know who we were, but that's, I mean, it is what it is. Um, yeah, you can't, you can't like not like someone for not knowing who you are. Yeah, I mean, like, I think I would introduce myself like, hi, I'm Rich Sutton from Family Karma. And they'd be like, oh, okay. Like you could see like whether they knew you or they didn't, but I don't think I had a bad no, experience I, with anybody just there were some that you could tell had no idea who the heck we were. yeah but, but over but overall i think everyone was there for the fans and i think the, the energy everyone there was a great camaraderie amongst all the, the bravo family did you guys have any interaction with any of like the beverly hills housewives like lisa rinna erica jane yeah i did, I did a panel with um with um did I do a panel with dorit and kyle dorit and kyle um uh they're really sweet um I fangirled oh, over Kathy Hilton oh, when I saw her. Gar- Garcelle's a sweetheart. <laughs> oh, she's Sutton, so nice. Sutton's a sweetheart as well. We like, were riding golf carts with with, with Sutton, uh, with Sutton yeah, yeah, trying was, not to run over people. <laughs> in she, the back. She, she was fantastic. <laughs> Have you guys ever had just like a strange fan interaction, not even at BravoCon, just from like being on the show and being out and about, like when you come to New York, that's where I live to do press, or just in where you live in Florida, just you know, fans like you say, lots of people slip into lots yeah. of DMs and People could be strange at times. Yeah, there, there's been there's been a few of those. Especially yeah, when we're in New York at um, the first time was after season one, and we're me and Rashad like the first time after COVID, we're walking on the street and you hear like people screaming on the street, running across the street and give you hugs. I'm like, hey, I'm I'm Michelle. <laughs> 
uh, or or sliding into your DMs at dinner. That's oh yeah, like interesting. We see you at dinner and we're like, oh, okay. <laughs> it's but nothing's like, been like super strange. It's all been really sweet and like really nice. <laughs> it's like when someone says like, oh, you look great in that shirt, and they describe right. the color. You're like, what like, is good? This is a little strange. I had someone be like, oh, I went to Chick Fil A somewhere, like some random city in Mississippi, like to pick up lunch. And I got a message later. Me, was that you at Chick Fil A? I wish I said hi. I'm like, well, you should have. I mean, it looked like a homeless bum, but you should have said hi. What about the shots? Because, like, I mean, Gigi, Reza, and MJ have all said after BravoCon that you know they view all of you from Family Karma as like their little brothers and sisters. And you know, I mean, they say you know, like they've walked so that you guys can run. I mean, uh, what, it is like they, they the shots were like they were the first brown people on tv that we saw and we were so happy when they were on on screen like that was like the closest thing that we could relate to like representation and that really matters so seeing them and seeing them thrive it's it's and, and seeing how humble they are they are just amazing people where do you guys think, because you could also throw in, you know, like we have Bling Empire on Netflix. I don't know if you ever watch it. It's a great show. Like, where do you think it's, I mean, right. We, we love those shows too. Where do you think like we are in terms of like, you know, inclusivity and representation on reality TV of like all different cultures? I mean, I love it. I love that, you know, between all these different platforms, we're seeing so much more Asian representation across the board. We're learning all the different different cultures and everyone's so welcoming and warm to to how we are in our households i think it's amazing i think it's just but, the beginning yeah, for us exactly i think we're just saying started. we're just touching like the tip of the iceberg right now i think there's a lot more that we can do like if you look at like the past even three years five years yeah. like it's it's all come so far there's nothing there before nothing. three years and now all of a sudden we have so many different shows which is i mean it's just amazing and you see it even on instagram you see all the like like the younger, at least in the Indian, we see so many more Indians being proud. true Indian, proud of who proud they are. Who they are, and showing who they are, and that that was not the case when we were growing up. We were honestly, it was it was kind of embarrassing. We wouldn't, we didn't really know how to express ourselves. Um, there was, and I think it was just it's because uh, we didn't see it, so we didn't think we should show it. I guess, and now that there's so much culture being shown like it's cool to be whatever your culture is at this point which is amazing to us yeah i think it was it was not it was just ignorance you know have you heard from someone like younger who just i mean pulls at your heartstrings and has you know like i'm sure you guys hear from a ton of people you know when they talk about re- representation but is there just one story where someone's like i just like thank you so much or just something that stands out for the two of you uh, I can't think of anything that stands out, but again, I, we've heard anytime we go to events and we see like the, like the younger generation, they're just like, you guys made it to where we can kind of be who we are now. And it's not, it's not scary. We can be who we are in front of our parents. And like, it's just, it's just so much easier because it's out there. <laughs> yeah. Not, and not just that, uh, even like, oh, like things about our personal lives, like talking about autoimmune diseases and, and being Indian, that's something in the Indian community, people never really wanted to speak about. So I have other Desi uh, people reaching out to me on my Instagram, not even not Desi, like everyone across the board is reaching out saying like, it's, it's so nice to hear you speak about Crohn's disease and autoimmune diseases, speaking about these invisible diseases and bring more light into them. And that makes me happy. What do you want people to take away from the two of you as they watch, you know, the rest of this season now that you guys are together and, you know, what, what do you want people to take away from the two of you? Are we together? You guys are together, <laughs> yes. I, 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 I can answer that question. Uh, our relationship is fun and full of ups and downs. <laughs> we try not letting our families get the best of us. They mean yeah. well. well. We'll see our relationship go through through a bit of a journey. And I'll say that, yeah, you know, it was to a pe- very hard journey. To people that get married, like marriage, because in the ending, people are like, oh, get married, your relationship will get better, or have a baby, your relationship will get better. Like, you know, certain things, like just because we got married doesn't mean that we didn't have issues before it and after it as well. Like, there's there's still things that happen in relationships, and you see us have a beautiful wedding and then go through some some hiccups, some big hiccups afterwards. Yeah. Well, it's normal. I mean, it is what it is. After 10 years of being together, we change as a couple. We're changing as individuals. And I think there's there's ways that 
not just me, I think both of us have to um, give a little bit and improve. We both have things to work on. That's such a healthy view of oh, it, it all. Like, we're somewhat healthy. Yes. No, I mean, listen, you guys are best friends. You can tell. And it's like, you know, as we wrap up, you know, to that point, you know, what, do you have any plans for any children? I mean, I hate to rush things along here, but what have you guys talked about? I would about? love children. I love children. I think I am a big child. So, you know, I think I'd be a great I dad. have a, I have a great child right here. <laughs> no, I think, I think I would love children. And she knows that. And how many children would you want? Uh, one or two. I was going to say 10 and I was going to have to punch it. No, I, 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 know, I, know, I know my battles and I, I'm not going to, I'm going to keep it realistic with her because if I can get one out of her, that, that's, a, that's a win. And his you, grandfather saw us the other day. It was really funny. So his, uh, um, his brother and sister-in-law, he was like, you guys have seven kids. You rich out, you at least just have one. Okay. Just do one. I, I, I thought you were going to say like 10 as well. I think like <laughs> one, one or two. And you want to wait maybe a little bit? You should. Me, I love dogs, but you know, we'll see. <laughs> well, you no, know, your sister had like a baby in vitro. I think we can like, do something like that. Save like a, put our, my sperm in your egg, freeze it somewhere. And when we want to hatch it one day, we can. We'll hatch it? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> You'll have options. Yeah. Well, listen, I, I agree with everything we said in the beginning. I think this is like by far, it's been a great show from the minute it went on the air. I mean, I think it's great for so many reasons, but I mean, this is, yes, this is the season where it's like all hell is breaking loose and I am so here for it. So, and it, get, and it, get, it gets, even, it breaks a lot more. I cannot wait to watch the rest of it. I will share your social medias with everyone and like, you know, congratulations I've on your wedding and I've thoroughly enjoyed watching both of you for these three seasons. And thank you. I can't thank wait to so have much. you back. Thank you guys for your time. Thank, thank you. you for having us. Take care. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to yet another episode of Behind the Velvet Rope. Because without you listeners, I would just be a crazy person with voices in my head. And if you like what you hear, subscribe, subscribe, subscribe on Apple Podcasts under Behind the Velvet Rope. And when you're done subscribing, feel free to leave a five-star write-up review because the write-up reviews actually count. We read each and every one of them. We post the best ones and the reviews really help our shows keep going. And we really appreciate everything you guys say, especially the positive ones. And if you want to find us online, we're at Behind Velvet Rope on Instagram. We are at David Yontef on Instagram. We're behind the Velvet Rope on Apple Podcasts. Or head on over to Patreon because you know what? There are just some things we can't talk about here. So for our bonus episodes, go to Patreon and type in Behind the Velvet Rope. And if you still aren't sick of me and you want more David, go to Cameo and book me on Cameo. And you can ask me anything there. I'll answer whatever you want. And I have a bargain basement price of $10. Thank you guys. See you soon.